she says. Here we're going to be continuing our State of the Union Part 2. We're going to be finishing up some questions that we got in our handy dandy, dandy little jar here. Um, yeah, I'm still Izzy. Um, I'm going to go around and do a little roll call here. Jess is going to join us a little later in the episode, but yeah, here we are. It's Amela. <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> Wait, are we giving our Instagram handle? Yeah, sure. I don't know, whatever. Mine's AXH002. Yeah, when we get like a billion followers or a billion listeners a month on these things. Hey everyone, it's Onesia, and it's good to be back. And uh, I'm going to spell that for you in case you want to fuck it up later. It's O N N I S S I A. Onesia. Nice. Good to be back. Very exciting. Should I dive into the first question? Yeah, yeah go for it. Do it. Okay. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word politics, and what would it take to change that assumption or assumptions? Hmm. Politics is just a headache to me. That's what I think. I just automatically, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, it's like whenever someone brings it up in, in public, I kind of just like shut down because I'm like, I really don't want to argue because I just assume that they have a stupid ass opinion about it. <laughs> I don't know. Once we don't have any tr more Trump followers, then maybe they'll change my assumption about people and politics and whatnot. Uh, when I think of politics, um, I think of like grinding almost, like the sound or the feeling of grinding. It's not the dance. No, no, I wish it was the dance. I would love it if right. that was the case, right? The so how can we turn it from the sound to the dance? <sighs> maybe we it's going to take a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, maybe we could just start over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say that on here. That's horrific. That's, like, too dark. Yeah. You know. Dark humor is the best. I know, but I know it is, but, like, no one wants to be dark. And Everyone wants to be we're in an age of cynicism. See, our, like, I feel like our generation's cool being dark, because, like, we are used to, like, 2010 Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God, yeah. But it's my <laughs> sisters and, like, the high schoolers right now that are so fucking, like, oh, no, don't offend anybody. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you guys have not gotten your ass whipped enough in life, okay? <laughs> Be a little bit dark, damn it. It's okay. They could have never handled 2010 Twitter. Mm. <sighs> but anyway, it's a tangent. Go. Oh. Answer. Oh. Answer your question. Oh, yeah. I was saying that politics is a lot like grinding, and it's not a pleasant feeling. I'm, I'm talking about, like, a grit, you know, not, like, yeah. dry humping on the dance floor. Right. Um, but, no, and I feel like it's really annoying, but it's also so essential. And I don't, I'm not just talking about, like, government politics. I'm talking about, like, business politics and interpersonal mm -hmm. politics and, like, um, especially in the workplace. Like, shit matters, you know? Like, if you want to advance the corporate structure, which I can't imagine why you'd want to, but if you're that kind of person, you yeah. have to know business politics. You gotta know who's on your side, who's not. Um, even recently at work the other day, like I have said, I've been very outspoken about some of my feelings about uh, the lack of diversity in my workspace, and that has not been received well, even though it's very true. Um, and because like somebody went and like ranted about it, like, and that they're both vice presidents at my company, um, like I almost got scapegoated for something recently and got blamed for it because I, and if I hadn't been paying attention it would have like been really shitty but like that's politics you know um, and that's like 
in the workplace. So like politics is happening at like every level, and even though yeah. we fucking all hate it, we have to navigate that shit. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. Especially with corporate jobs, you like try to. Um, you're like, I'm just gonna mind my business and not say anything to anyone, and you fucking can't. You somehow get sucked into it, no matter what, and you cannot just. It's almost like they want you to. It's like if you're the quiet one who works hard, you'd still somehow they're like, oh no, you can't move up in this in the corporation because you haven't kissed enough ass. Yeah. And you're like, I thought I was paid to do my damn job, and that's what I'm doing, and I'm doing it well, and I deserve to go up. But that's like that's not enough anymore. You have to kiss some serious ass. Yeah, because like when I think about politics, I don't necessarily think about like oh democratic republic thing i think about people like people yeah. are politics yeah. and because people are politics it's both inevitable uh, inevitable and also going to be always filled with human error and part of being human is being selfish being you know greedy and all of these like different things that we have but at the same time i also wonder like you know there is good in us and maybe like if we try to focus like shift the focus and or at least i don't know i also feel kind of stuck about it because like the concentration of like government politics is so heavy and carries so much power that it's hard to focus like on you know your community or like smaller scale politics because it feels insignificant and like it doesn't matter because you know maybe at the end of the day it does make a difference but also at the end of the day still is making the decisions for the masses yeah yeah and a lot of things people don't realize is like i mean we don't even fucking technically uh like the president there's just so much money and hierarchy involved and families involved that we really don't matter to be honest with you so that that's another hard realization too when you realize that like like you want to do something but then you're kind of just like fuck like so many people have tried yeah. And they are still trying so hard. And there's so many things going on that you're like, isn't this common sense that this is wrong? Mm-hmm. And people are still getting away with it to where I think people at this point just feel defeated. No one gives a fuck about ethics anymore. No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No one does. And it's so funny because I'm literally trying, like half of my major is ethics and philosophy. And because I'm, ta- I'm doing a social practice. And so a lot of it is thinking about ethics, arts, community, Um, and then the history of ethnography and anthropology and how that's so like westernized and like through the eyes of the white spectacle and Mm -hmm. it's crazy to me because they don't they as in the one percent of people in power people of white privilege like and not this is not including allies because i think allies kind of are in a different boat in a way but they genuinely don't know that they what they are doing how they are mm-hmm. living what their attitudes are are wrong because it has never served them to be wrong if that makes sense yeah i literally was talking you know, the whole thing in turkey is happening right now with the kurdish people fighting or whatever and someone and someone said to me a white person said to me they're trying to bring blah 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 here so they can bring them to justice for all the war crimes he did and I said to him, I was like, okay, well, so who's gonna bring all the white old men to justice for all the war crimes they've done in other countries, including my country? Right. Yeah. And they just sat there and didn't say shit. I'm like, you guys, there's so many people that are so blind. And I've said this a million times, but Americans are not gonna feel the depth and the heaviness of war and how serious it is until it happens in their own home. Exactly. 
Exactly. And that is the truth. And it's really sad that that's what it has to be. But it's like, is it not common sense that you, people shouldn't get murdered? Kids should not lose their life. Like, that's but, what I'm saying. Like, ethics and morality is gone completely. But I wonder, like, because then it makes me think about, like, the people that were undergoing the Great Depression, who were, you know, going through World War One, World War Two, especially the, the, like, they call it the lost generation of people from the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Like, people that actually did go through war, people that were experiencing, like, their loved ones coming back, or not even coming back at all, yet I wonder, like, if the like structure of their mindset is because of all of that trauma and if now they're trying to overcompensate for the trauma or if this is like what they think security is or I don't know like because I mean America did participate in war like World War One, World War Two, Vietnam War, Civil War if you want to go all the way back then so it's not like war has never been a thing I just wonder are we going to ever learn from it? Mass mm. genocide in America has not happened. And it's happened in so many other countries. Well, I guess to me, I don't know how Americans. I feel about that statement, being a black person, I'm sorry. Well, uh, yeah, besides the Civil War and us going through that, today's generation, even our parents, even our great grand, or even our grandparents, don't understand how insane the idea of mass generation and letting it happen is okay. Like, it's just, there's so many people I talk to that are my age and that are like, pro killing people and they think it's fun. And I have guys who tell me that I joined the Marines or I joined this or I joined that because I want to kill people. That's fucked. And I'm like, are you fucking sick? And people laugh. And I'm like, you are sick. You need mental health. Like half, like I I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. That's why politics is so difficult for me to talk about because I'm like, there's people here have such a fucked up mindset about a lot of stuff. And a lot of it's our generation. And a lot of it's like, I want to murder people. And I'm like, you need to go to a hospital. Like, you need actual help. And I know so many people who go into the army and, and all all different branches, and that is their goal, is to one day kill somebody. And I feel like, I don't know, it's just such a weird, weird thing. It's, I don't know. I don't know, that desire is so barbaric, but at the same time, I feel like it's also, like, part of human nature, if you will. Like, I know that's really probably not, like, no one wants to hear that, but, like, we've been killing each other for a long-ass time. I do not yes, think we're ever going to stop. <laughs> like, it's not going to stop. Um, do you want to hop in, Jess? No? Yeah. yeah. Welcome, Jess. Like, I don't <laughs> focus. Sorry. Um, the I question don't... is what you think about the word politics and how your assumptions can, or how, what can change your assumptions about it? Mm. Here, I'll hand you over this a little bit. We're also tangenting. Yeah. yeah. What we do. I we're mean, I think I mean human nature. Like we're animals. Like we're that is like it's fucked up that we run, like that people out there want to kill each other. But like it's gonna be like it's always fucked up. It's always gonna be there. Sometimes like I don't know. Like even when like some of the big issues that we have like as a community of people. Like I feel like it's like hard to ever feel like it's gonna change. Like yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. Even you know like race and shit like that. People are like what is racism? But again, I it's a mental, to, like, it's I mean, a disease. I mean, I want it to fucking end, but there, it is a but mental there's just disease. Gonna there's going to be a new category. Keep, right, there's yeah. going to be, there's always going to be that fucking person that's like... <sighs> hate someone new for no yeah, fucking for reason. for no fucking reason. They just hate to hate. Like, they just, I don't know. People love to hate. Yes. What was it that Manson said? We hate love, we love hate. It's called the irresp- irresponsible hate anthem. 
I'm like a Manson fan, but we don't have to talk about that today. Oh yeah, totally. Then then let's talk. Actually, yeah, actually, let's get into like, this. Let's, get let's talk about passion real quick because I think the personal is political. I've been sitting on this one for a hot second. So the personal is political, right? Um, and I also think that the personal is what we're most passionate about. So like. We are passionate about our Netflix. We are passionate about sex. We are passionate about the food that we eat. Like we show passion to just about everything that we're personal about, right? And so, to kind of get into that love hate thing, like that's passion. Sex is passion. Uh, there's a lot of sex in politics. Uh, so like the repression of certain things. Um, I feel like there's also like politics and sex as far. And I mean, like I'm gonna use them synonymously because I feel like. There's just so much happening in my brain right now. So like Janelle mm-hmm. Monet wrote a song with Zoe Kravitz. Is that her last name? Mm-hmm. Lay yeah. Kravitz, Zoe yeah. Kravitz. Yeah, that's right. They're both beautiful. It's that whole fucking family. They are. Oh, God damn. You can't tell who's the mom, who the daughter is. Oh my God. They're gorgeous. But <laughs> the genes. Uh, Janelle Monet has a song with Zoe Kravitz called uh, "Screwed," which like totally nails uh, the personal, the political, as well as like sex and politics and power and control and how those things are all related. Um, and so, and, but that's all passion, right? And so, I mean, murder is passion. Killing yeah. people is passion, you know. Like, damn, can you find something else to be passionate about? <laughs> can't you be passionate about fucking else? flowers? Damn. Yeah. Go have <laughs> sex. Well, that's the be thing. a sex addict. But that's what's crazy about, like, yeah. it's the, it's crazy, like, it's interesting to hear you say that because, like, it's crazy how much, like, sex fuels, like, the lack of sex. Like, maybe somebody did reach out and, like, somebody got denied it. Like, it's crazy the well, shit yeah. that stems from, like, yeah. It's like a small thing like that, mm-hmm. but like, but it turns into like a much. I mean, look at the Me Too larger. movement. Yeah. Well, that's all power and sex and politics. I mean, it's like kind of. It's funny that we're all using p words, um, <laughs> but like, if you think about like things that are primal, you know, like survival and what's going to guarantee not only your bloodline but another person's bloodline, reproduction and directly correlated with that sex and it wasn't really until recently where sexuality and sexual pleasure sexual identity uh, have become something that people are openly talking about maybe not practicing because I guess you know like uh, many many different sexual practices happened especially like in the Greek era but anyway yeah, like having this desire and then not being able to fulfill it, so then you project it, another P word, projecting it onto another person, and that's like another issue that like I think humans in general have is this issue of projection and feeling that because they are unfulfilled or they can't let go or they can't make conclusions, they project it either onto another person, another group, another race, another structure that they have control over because it's the illusion of control that they can't fulfill themselves. Have you guys seen that TED talk where that lady tries to like not say that rape is okay but say that rape and being attracted to younger people is like a sexual um, oh shit is like a sexual I don't even know what to call it like just it's yes impulse like it's a sexual impulse have you guys seen that? No. no. Like some people, whether it's men or women, just like have a rape impulse or like are just impulsively attracted to kids. And she got shit on for it really bad, which she should have. shit on for it. Yeah, which she should have. But I thought when I was watching it, I was like, what made this bitch think of this? 
Because, like, she went and did a whole TED Talk on it. You guys have to watch it. I'll send you oh the link. Oh, my God. It's pretty nuts. And I, I watched it a couple years ago. I wonder if it was, like, a... This is me, like, trying to have faith in people. But, like, if it was, like, a martyr thing. Or, I guess, like, to say that point so then people speak up about how... Right. Fucked up that statement is. If she's yeah. using, like, a I think platform. she... I think that's where she was going with it. And she was, like... I, I think she was just talking about, like, different ways that... Or, like, she did say at one point that we need to be a little bit more, I wouldn't say nicer, but just more, like, understanding towards these people. And, like, that this is, like, a mental thing. And these people need to be able to have something to, like, like be able to, an outlet so yeah. they can actually get help, you know? I have a weird personal, like, relationship to this. So, like, I don't, like, my view on it, like, I'm more, I don't know, I'm, I'm not like put off by the fact that she said that. It sounds more to me like she's trying to make an excuse for why somebody would be away. Yeah, it was. Like, it was not. Yeah. Because like I don't know. Like, I have family members that like I don't know. It just sounds like the trials and tribulations of trying to give reason to why somebody would do yeah. some of the fucked up shit that they do. Exactly. I don't. I don't remember exactly what she was saying because I watched this like I said two to three years ago. But it was a TED talk and. It went viral, and people shit on her really bad for it, and I was wondering if any of you guys have watched it. Cause no. no, but I am curious. Yeah, I'll send it to you guys. Sure. I'll find it on but YouTube. But also, like, fucking control yourself. Like, yeah, find an real. outlet. Go jerk off in a corner like the rest of us. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> well, then it would be, okay, I'm, I'm only going to speak as the, I'm not, this is not me at all, standing up for no, the people are making one. an excuse. I'll be the weird one. I've had to it. I'm not kidding. My, my grandfather's a fucking weirdo dude so like i've had to i've been in put myself into some weird mindset to try to understand that situation yeah but like to your statement about like go jack off in the corner the only thing is is that i'm not trying to stand up for these people let's just make that very clear but i am like kind of raising this point of being like well what if they try to and that's now why they have child pornography then it's like what do you do about that when like that is their out. I'm not saying that's okay at all. Like but that, uh, the guy, sub, the subway guy. Mm. The subway oh, guy. You guys remember that? Jared. Yeah, where yeah. they found like, uh, what's oh, bigger yeah. than gigabytes? Tidbits? Whatever it's called. Tidbites. Tidbites. But it was a mass amount of child porn. And that's the thing. It's like when we, so here's, let me, let me, let me get started. I'm going to get real comfortable. Okay. Let's talk about sex tourism real quick. Cause this is a real fucking thing that rich ass white men do sex all the tourism? Oh, sex tourism yeah. is a fucking thing where these rich ass white fuckers go overseas and they mm-hmm. fuck some 12 year old girl in the fucking oh, shitty yeah. ass workout. Oh, oh, no. That is a thing that what? happens. All sex tourism like, is a thing. Yeah. Um, our fucking president. Him and what's his name? The guy who just got killed. Who? Uh, uh, yeah, I Jeff. Think his name's not worth remembering. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't remember. He, anyway, some rich ass millionaire got caught up. He was in jail. Somehow had like shit to do with Naomi Campbell and Donald Trump and all these people. Ended up getting murdered. Or he killed Wait, himself. He killed himself. Oh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff? No. Bezos. No. Not Bezos. Bezos. That's the guy who owns Amazon. It is a Jeff. Oh. But probably okay. him too. Yeah, fuck him too. <laughs> no, seriously though. No. Like that sex tourism shit is a thing that's a fucking problem. And until we it's like you literally have the people at the top, so you're one percent fucking over people at the fucking bottom consistently across the board. Yeah. Which is like brown girls in fucking countries that are third world. Like yeah. literally that is what's happening. Until we disrupt that system, until we topple that yeah. fucking power that enables them to do that shit, it's going to keep happening. And this is where 
Exactly. And this is where, like, I kind of disagree with certain, like, feminist ideals, like, in this country, America specifically, because I think it's kind of just, like, sometimes a bunch of, like, whiny white bitches trying to be, like, let's show our nipples when it's, like, mm, that's the least of our concern. When people in Indonesia and the Philippines are literally being sex trafficked, like, I've watched so many documentaries on it, and, like, it's honestly mortifying. And the fact that it's not just happening in those countries, but it's also happening within our country. But because like white feminism has been like such a like, it's a privileged thing, and yeah, also it's gotten the most, yeah. it's gotten the most media, and that's why people are all like, oh fuck feminism. But it's like that's not what feminism yeah, is. Yeah, and there's like someone that don't, there's someone out there supporting feminism that don't understand. What yeah, doesn't what understand fe- what feminism, what feminism is. is. I like when I talk to uh, there's some feminists, white feminists actually that I've always that I run into, and they're like, I just don't understand why those girls have to wear hijabs. And I'm like, it's because they fucking want to. That is part of feminism. If they feel like wearing it, and if they feel like that is that is what they want to do, the point is freedom yeah. and being able to fucking choose what we want to do. Right there, like, right there. So it's like, so ignorant. Like, if she wants to wear a hijab, let her wear a hijab. Tomorrow, if she wants to show her ass crack on the streets. And that's the fucking point of feminism. Is that we, sorry, I'm like weird. You guys get the point. I just was gonna get on my soapbox, but I'm not gonna do it. Do it. I don't need to get. I don't need to pop off. Let's get right fucking now. angry. Throw <laughs> the table. Throw the jar. I've been angry all day. You know, but also, like, there's inherent racism in fucking white feminism. Hell. I'm so oh, sick and yeah. tired of coming across. Oh, like, yeah. I had some dumb bitch who I stopped hanging out with. Thank God. <laughs> I, I have been burning bridges left and right, y'all. Good I'm for like, you, I'm sister. So, I have detoxified my whole That is me. Mm-hmm. No, but this dumb yeah, bitch is just like, like no. the Kardashians yeah. are like the black people of Europe, and that's like, I get why Kim does whatever she does. <gasps> and I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Holy shit! Let me get started on the this. The black people are pulled up. Let's just get to be clear. What about the They're actual? gypsies, but that's a whole different conversation nobody understands about Eastern Europe. There's only about like, there. What the fuck? Ripping black culture and profiting from it, like all oh, the oh time. My, oh my god! And I was just and like, Kim thinks because she married a black man that it's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm oh. also this chick <laughs> is like, I want to adopt a black baby one day, and I'm just like, why? Oh, thank like, you. you like need, what? What does you that give you? Extra, baby? Like you, you get two high yeah, vibes. Yeah, and this goes back to what Izzy said earlier about like wanting to have something to talk about, like your nipples, and I'm like. I don't want to minimize people's problems at all by any means, because censorship is a big-ass deal, but at the same fucking time, I feel like there's a fucking problem with people like wanting to have a label, yeah. right? Yeah. And I feel like white feminists are like looking for a label because they want to struggle, and it's like, how can you struggle when you're already at the fucking top? It's like, why do you want to struggle, bitch? Yeah, like, why do you want to be poor, and why? And it's, it's like, not fun. You can have my life, ho. <laughs> like, we like, can switch. And it's funny, like, a tidbit. Uh, haha, art history. Uh, <laughs> but actually, like, the first, like, I don't want, I don't know. There's first wave feminism, but I don't know if this is, like, the label of when that started. But, like, the first, like, I guess we'll just call it wave feminism, but I don't know if that's the term for it, is basically when a bunch of white women were getting pissed off because their husbands were like fetishizing african-american women and thinking that they and like giving more attention to them so all these white white feminists were like you know what let's just come together and like it was intended specifically to oppress the black woman and it was presented as yay like women of rights but it was only exclusive Mm -hmm. to white women Mm -hmm. and don't think that like that tradition hasn't carried over to this day 
you know? So I kind of agree with the people that are like, fuck feminism, but I'm also kind of disagreeing with them, but maybe not fuck feminism, maybe just fuck white feminism. Right. You know? Fuck certain ideals of fem- within feminism. Like, there's certain things I will fully support 100%, but there's some things I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, when that bitch told me, she's like, why is she wearing her job? Like, I want her to take it off. It's like, mind your fucking business. If she's wearing it because she wants to wear it, let her wear it. Unless she's wearing it because someone's forcing her to, then yeah, I want to make her feel like it's safe. she's safe enough to take it off if she wants to. But it's just the whole people, like, I don't know. Feminism is a headache sometimes. For and, well, that's the whole thing. That's, that's, I think, the issue right there is that people make feminism more complicated than what it is. The whole thing is, like, I keep it at this, as simple as this. Like, my idea of feminism is not complicated. Like, I'm here to support other women and make sure that other women succeed no matter what you look like, no yes. matter who you are, what you're about. Exactly. I'm here to say that I'm with you, I stand with you no matter what right. you got going on, whatever. Like, let's figure it the fuck out. Like, you got an issue, let's solve it together. Like, like my husband's fetishizing black women, but I'm married to him, so I feel insecure. Well, here's what you do. You divorce his ass and you do whatever the fuck you makes you feel better. You should not be sticking with someone that makes you feel like shit like that. If he has no personal preference, let him fucking have it. Just because you married the man doesn't need doesn't mean you're like stuck up his ass for the rest of his life. But also, Leave let's him. not fetishize. <laughs> let's yeah, let's not fetishize certain races. Yeah, that's that to me is weird too. Where it's like I don't know. I mean, I can speak from I can speak from experience, like being fetishized because like I'm half Asian, half Honduran, and like. First off, the Hispanic TV channel, like, God, have you ever seen The Weather? Yes, like, it's, It reminds me of that last it's scene in Mean Girls when the chick was like, it's 30% chance raining, which just boobs. And, like, any Spanish TV show, it's just women, like, just being sexual objects. And then on top of that, being Asian, it's like, God forbid, like, there's every single, you're just always fetishized. So, and it's difficult to, like, Feel like I have for, such a complicated yeah. like feeling towards like I have such a so okay so what about the women that are out there that just like to be I mean just like how do we break down this idea of like fetishes like it's all, I feel like there's always gonna be people that have their preferences of like and then there's gonna be the women that want to be out there that's like yeah. literally facilitate those fetishes like they literally it's fun, like yeah. they find gratitude and I'm like all right girl yeah. like if that's your fucking thing like get like it. all like, the girls do the whole like so normalized sexual workers thing well, and I'm just, like girl sis go right ahead so, like how do we it's this weird I find myself like struggling in, with this like weird like I get we like yeah it's just like, an issue when it becomes like an objectifying thing when you no longer become a person and someone's just like oh you're Asian like I literally like I had this person that like I like slept with and I I hope my parents aren't listening. But they would just like ask me about like Japan and like what it was like to be Asian and like Asian this, Asian that. And it's like when the only thing that you are to another person is Asian or Hispanic. Yeah, like that. Like that's when it becomes an issue. But it's different if it's like, oh, hey, like I have this fetish. Let's act it out. Like, cause trust me, I'm a role player. I like that shit. Okay? Yeah, exactly. That's different. If it's common, like if you're like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, if then it's we mutual, can do it. It's fine, but right. putting power constructs or getting in the way of that, then that's when it because power constructs always just make things an issue. We got you. We knew what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I want to say that fetishes are normal, uh, no matter what they are, but it's wrong to. Uh, the exoticism that you're talking about, I yeah. totally get. 
Um, and there comes a point where you are being treated as like a thing versus a person, and like you feel that shit. Like you, you felt that shit. You know, it's like, yeah, like someone once told me, like I knew someone was like, I'm not gonna marry, or I knew I wasn't gonna marry an American girl, and I'm like, why? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with an American woman? Instead of me, I'm like, we're both white. Like, like, well, you can just speak a different language. You're just a little bit more intelligent. And I'm like, I'm like, that is so fucking rude. I'm like, that does not mean shit. I'm like, don't. I'm like, okay, well, this You need to stop talking to these people. No, man. I'm telling you, I have had some trash. You, men are, there are some trash men out here. But like, one said that and I was like, okay, peace. This is going to end right here. I'm like, this is really fucking Do what I do and don't say. leave the house. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm married, so it's okay now. I don't really give a shit anymore. It's safe at home, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you get married to someone great, and then just don't leave the house, and you're, you're that's, straight. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Is. Just don't leave the house after that. It's like, I know, I'm still going to start with all men. <laughs> yeah, men are. My pieces of shit. Sorry. That is no. the truth. Nate's over here like, I'm not like, sorry, Nate. There's some great men out there, I won't there lie. There are some great men. There's but there are some men, men that you're just like, what the, who the fuck raised you? Right. But then it's weird because then you meet their sibling, like their sisters, and you're like, wow, what a good fucking person. Yeah. And you're like, but why is your brother such a fucking dick? You know what? I think, because I, like, having seen this myself with, like, the, my, like, I've seen, like, a perfect nuclear family and, like, I... My, my ex came from that shit and like I'm just like I don't understand how you turned out this way you know like literally you had everything ever given to you and you just like came out to be this like really shitty fucking person and I'm like I don't understand what happened like what happened yeah there's a lot of that and there was no struggle there right well sometimes that's the issue so that they're like well since right. everything's gonna go my way I don't have to like mm-hmm. thing like I feel like us as a generation we've become so dejected with the system and how things are lately that we are realizing that if we want to change it we have to step into that role yeah mm-hmm. and then so we're running now more than ever which is fucking fantastic because we need to take a space in the fucking office and we yeah. need to change shit um I think that AOC started that trend which I'm thankful for her um and like yeah. while I'm not like a diehard Bernie fan I'm, re- I'm really hoping that between that and what's happening with our generation and like this the the, the the power that will be turned over to the working class man again, or people, or group, whatever, when that starts to happen, I think we'll start to see a shift again. And yeah. I'm excited for when that moment happens. I'm genuinely excited for it. Me too. I think that's kind of good. It's just going to feel like I'm it's curious. not. Just because it's, ha- like, it's gradual and it's slow. Yeah. I think it's going to be cyclical, kind of like what you're saying. I think we're all going to be back in the spot again at some point because that's just human 
repetitive and repeat. Yeah, we're like tree rigs. Yeah, I think, I mean, <laughs> it'll just be different shit, different day, but, I mean, I'm just kind of curious, like, where we're going to start over, like, like, I don't know, like, what line is, like, kind of, like, the presidents and, like, stuff that have happened so far, like, what, who is, like, right. where are we going to start over, like, like there's so much start corruption over with, like, already. a... Yeah, like we started over with like a Bill Clinton type figure. Like, so this is okay. This is like where, where I go. No, maybe not Bill Clinton. Bill so the Rock. With the Rock. Oh my god. I have two. I don't. Okay, so. Yo, I'm for it. So with technology, for this could be very far into the future. But with technology going further and further, we are going to reach a mutual maybe. Majority, maybe not mutual, but we're going to reach this agreement that we understand that, wow, humans are flawed, we really can't take care of ourselves, and we're trying to, that's like asking a toddler to take care of a toddler, you know, we can't do that, and so then we're going to generate this AI government, kind of like Google, maybe not the company Google, but like something AI is going to take over our government, and then they're going to enforce communism or socialism, because communism is a post-capitalist society, like for a post-capitalist society, it was proposed for places like New York, England, France, that had enough resources that they could provide for everybody, but because the vanguard or the thing or the leader above it is a human, that vanguard is essentially flawed because they're overseeing it. But if it's AI and AI has an objective neutrality over like who they are foreseeing, then that's the only way that communism is going to work. And that is the future. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, my my family said it was great. My literally everyone, everyone was fine. My dad, my dad literally said everyone had healthcare. Everyone had a guaranteed job. There was never a food shortage. You lived a completely normal, very well off life. It's also a lot of people don't understand that communism is taught very incorrectly in America, and it's not that you you as a store owner make as much as a doctor does. That is not what communism in a lot of countries has. There is in some countries, but in our country it was not like that. If you're a doctor, you get paid like a fucking doctor. But the thing is that that store owner is not going to not have his store in 10 years or not have medical insurance. Just the same as a doctor is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So my dad and my, my family lived great under communism. They loved it. It was that America could not come in and take Yugoslavia's resources and they didn't want to do trading with a communist country. They're like, okay, how can we piss them off? We'll start a religious war. Boom. Now they're democratic, quote unquote. Half majority of the people don't have health insurance. Like people are dying right everywhere. Now. None of the countries rebuilt. And that's where you are. I'm so. just like, I don't know. I'm ready for any kind of like, like let's fuck up the system. It's just not working. Okay, so to be clear, in this argument, it's just like the very basic resources, the things that like, like healthcare, for example, and education, like those are the things that are going to be provided, not in the way that like North Korea is like enforcing communism, where like people can't express themselves, but just like the very basic human needs, so then people can think about like leisure and passion and all of these things instead of survival and when the next meal is going to be next. Like, let's make that crazy. Yes. I'm not, no, like, when it comes to work, like, America is fucking insane. Our lifestyle that we live here and the pressures that we put on ourselves, like, as a society to work and the guilt, like, it's fucking insane. Like, literally just being over there for just, like, I was just in Spain and Portugal for three weeks. That's it. And I was, it's blatantly apparent how fucking uptight we are and, like, how obsessed with time we are. Yeah. How, like, we are constantly feeling like we have to be doing 
doing something or chasing after something or somebody's been sleeping, like, they do not have that mentality at mm-hmm. all. They're like, you need to chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> what is your problem? Like, yeah. have a glass of wine. Shut up. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Like, it's so crazy. Like, things here are fucking Like, insane. to me, I keep reading these, like, industrial revolution for that one. I keep reading these, like, mom blogs. I don't know, guys. Life is weird right now. I keep reading these fucking mom blogs, and they're like, you should take at least one day a month to take care of yourself. And I was like, one, one day, day a motherfucking month? That's it? I'm like, bitch, yeah. what? What about the other 29? Yeah, I'm like, what am I supposed to do in the other day? I'm like, I'm like, Work you, your ass I'm like you're telling me one day to get my hair, nails, massage. I'm like, what? Really? An Are hour a day sounds very minimal to me. Exactly. Dude, Spain and the MCS says it's the fucking shit they close like for two to three hours every day in the middle of the fucking day. Yep. To take naps. To do, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can sleep, you can go home, yep. eat, just hang out with your kids. Who fucking cares? They don't care. They just, yep. they're like, yo, we're closing shops. Get the fuck out of here. It's three o'clock. I got shit to do. Yeah, exactly. Move. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm like, could you imagine if people in America had just like an extra three to four hours every day just to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do? Yeah. Dude, I can't even go get my fucking car tagged at the DMV because I'm just working all the goddamn time. (laughs) And I can't get... And then they get mad at you. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to find you. I'm like, okay, well, can I have a day off? No. And I'm like, okay, am I going to fuck myself, apparently? Like, what do you guys expect me to do? Play hooky. That's how I did like, last bro. week. I'm like, bro, and then they get mad at you. And then they get fired. Oh, yeah, for I'm getting that. a talking to on Monday, and I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm, but I'm also at a point in my life where like I'm producing so much in my artwork, like I'm looking at it and I'm like, my artwork is worth more than what you guys are paying. Me. Exactly, and fucking old people and at corporate it. jobs make you feel like shit for being like, you know what, I deserve a day off. Like I would always take a day off whenever I wanted, and people are like, why are you taking a day off tomorrow? You don't have any kids. I'm like, because I fucking want to. Because I'm going to go Why sleep, Mildred. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they get so mad. They're like, oh, you millennials. I'm like, what? Because we're going to live longer than you? Because it at reminds you. them of the era before labor you, laws You got 15 passed. fucking pill bottles on your desk because you can't survive. Because you can't take a day off work to go see a real good doctor. And she hit it right there. For real. I mean, that's a, that's a fucking truth of so many well, of our older generations. Or you can't fucking afford it. But yeah, you're working your ass off. Is it worth it? No, you get paid what? How much? Fourteen, fifteen, if that much. An yeah, hour? exactly. It's like fuck no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fucking. I'm not coming in today. You know what? <laughs> if I'm be broke, I might as well just die broke, happy and bored at home. That's what I'm saying. I'm like fuck it. I could die tomorrow and not have a single. F- and not know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't give two fucks. Like, I mean, I have a good job and shit like that, so I mean, I can't really complain too much. Yeah. But- I've been having a lot of existential, like a lot of existential anxiety, as I usually do. And I was thinking to myself, wow, I'm really abiding by the rule somebody else wrote for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's say that I just, you know, like really nothing else is going to happen. There's no afterlife. You wake up and then boom, you're dead. Like, seriously. Like that. And then it's not just like, haha, you woke up. Like, it's a game, you know. And if, like, the ultimatum of death is really, like, what it is, then all of this systematic rule, like, the systematic rule book that we're placed under just makes, like, me feel like I'm just wasting my life. I'm wasting this perception. I'm wasting all of it. And you know what? If I am living in a fish tank that, you know, aliens are overseeing, then 
I would like to be put in a mountain. So like, please teleport me over there. So For real. And I mean, like even <laughs> yesterday, I like literally got a text from my party planner for the gender reveal she's like she gave me times on when to do things and i'm like i start panicking and i'm like i'm like i just don't want to fucking go anymore i don't want to go and hunter was like why does it bother you? he's like ignore her fucking text don't do and i mean obviously we didn't go by time because she's like 320 everyone eats 325 people move to the living room to do this i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you guys i'm like well, am i really gonna make all my people like tell them what to do during a party like, it's shit like that. It's so minimal. And, I mean, it's on a big scale, but it's also on a very small scale to where it's just like, why do we have to be so, like, in such a little schedule, got to do this at this time? It just, it drives me fucking crazy. It gives me a headache. I'm all about it makes cosmic me really timing. sad. Yeah, about what? Cosmic timing. What does that mean? Can you explain that? Yeah, what is yeah. cosmic timing? timing. Uh, it's kind of just like when, like, the thing when whatever is ha- supposed to happen is going to happen. Yeah. For me, like, I... Yeah. I would kind of play a game with the universe and I would just like, you know what, just let whatever conversations I need to have happen, whatever thing I need to have happen, just, you know, I'm just going to roll with it and then listen to the hints around me that kind of signal me to shift my behavior or to shift to go somewhere. And I would always look at my clock, not to check the time, but to see what like time it is. And it would always be two, 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 three, 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 four, 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 five, 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 stuff like that. And I'd be like, okay, that's like me and the universe being like, Sync. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it would only be like when I check my phone that it's like boom, and like those times are also like thought to be like portals, especially when people are like eleven eleven make a wish, and it's because that's when like I guess the breathing hole of the universe is open. It's like okay, send your wishes. Yeah, right. It's minute only. I sometimes myself looking at the clock when it's four twenty all the time. I literally do, not just because I'm a stoner, but like literally I look at the clock, it's like 4.20, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Even AM, 4.20 AM and PM, sometimes I'm up at both. You got insomnia, bro. See, I've been waking up at like 3, 3.18 in the morning, every morning since I've gotten pregnant. I'm like, why? It's like those horror movies where they wake up. (laughs) Yeah, at the time, every night, and there's nothing really happening, my cat's just up eating, and I'm like, some of those before. I'm like, like depends. I'm wearing clothes, bitch. Get off my phone. I'm like, nothing cute. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I like your shoes, though. Those are cute Thanks. shoes. Thank you. Oh, this is, this is interesting. Outside. Okay. <laughs> what happens with your friends? Wait, fuck. What happens with your family or friends when a political topic comes up? Um, Do you want to take this one? I mean, yeah, because I have so... I have... Okay, it's so like my side of the family is pretty liberal for the most point point um for the most part point i don't fucking know whatever for the most part um and then i have other side of my family that i'm married into that is pretty right and we don't have conversations on politics i know it's weird because my husband isn't at all he's very woke the rest of them really aren't i mean there's nothing you could do about it but i don't have a conversation with them about it because it's very ignorant and it's very 
It was funny, actually, we were talking about uh, Columbus Day. Yeah, Hunter's very aware and he's very woke, but we were talking about Columbus Day and someone in the family, I won't say who, said, um, well, Columbus was saving the Jews. And then my husband was like, my husband was like, just because you genocide, or just because you're saving one type of person doesn't mean you can fucking genocide another. And I was like, damn, you fucking right. And I'm glad you said something because I was about to go off. Because I'm yeah. like, you can't just be out here killing people just because you want to save another, bro. It's not how right. this works. But with that side of the family, I don't really talk about it because it gets very intense, very... And I'm thinking to myself, like, I've got to get out of this conversation. But with my side of the family, it's pretty cool. I mean, we're also a lot more open. There's stuff that my dad says I don't really agree with that I didn't understand that I agreed with until I got older. Like the whole idea about communism, because in school you're taught that communism is terrible. Right. And a lot of it is, like what North Korea is a doing. A lot of how it's been carried out. Exactly. That is terrible. But I'm like, but... Marxism is pretty dope. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I guess it just depends on who I'm talking to. Yeah. I, but there's a lot of friends, like I'm not friends with a lot of people who are right. And not because I don't agree with them, but just because it's just too frustrating and I am not willing to put my soul through anger and negativity for no fucking reason. I would just rather not be friends with you. I find myself being the one that, like, how do I put this? I find myself being the one that, like, is willing to, like, listen to their, like, the best path that they feel from listening to talk. That's why I just yeah. find like, What's yeah. that, Libra? That's where it's happened. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, exhausting me and like I just can't anymore like I'll hang out with you for like small periods of time yeah I try to I try not to like I try to you know give them the benefit of the fucking doubt. I love how like tired you said about <laughs> it well because I get so fucking exhausted see it's taken away from your soul you don't need people like that girl cut them off for me it's the opposite so I'm over my family and I can't cut them off I mean I want to oh me, I've cut family like, off before fuck up. like fuck them my uncles that have like all they all have daughters I'm like you're a piece of shit yeah like you're gonna teach your daughters this is this how okay cool you want yeah. your daughters to marry people like you fucking cool you're crazy like uh, I can't cut them off but they're just like uh, I don't know with the with family like my sister and I are like my mom these are my mom's words we're like night and day and mm-hmm. I think that's very accurate um, but like my sister is super very religious and like extremely pious and uh, so is her husband and they have said some things that I like make me walk out of a room uh, mm-hmm. you know like they're they're they won't admit to it but they are a little bit homophobic and uh, which is like super and and like I remember the first time my sister like talked about her own like like being homophobic and like I, think, I can't remember what it was like maybe it was gay marriage or some shit like that but she like said something I just like looked at her and I was like you were not raised like that and I just walk out the room and I like and it made me realize how much the church has like influenced people with politics yeah uh, yeah oh, yeah you know because religion is passionate right now separation of no. church and state my ass right the church <laughs> that's where they want it in your ass. <laughs> I've only seen yeah. one church where someone where who was I don't remember who it was but someone told him like told the pastor like if you bring up politics one more time you will lose your nonprofit rights and I'm like that's what they need to say to all these fucking places every single place churches to get taxed that's what I want they should not be able to register as like NPOs. that's what I'm saying I'm like that's weird no, it is crazy. weird they're not I didn't know that for a long time I mean I wasn't raised religious but like I had no fucking clue 
churches are nonprofits. They are not. Like shit. Have you seen some of these pastors' cars and houses? Right. <laughs> like they make so money. Put fucking McDonald's in the mega churches. What the fuck? <laughs> you see his suit? Yeah. That's like nonprofit for real. Okay then. Fine. Right. Yeah, I feel oh, like I for me, it's the opposite. Like, I don't mind having an argument. I don't mind being in an argument because I feel like that's kind of like why I'm in school in a way. And it also like, for especially because my family is very, very conservative and they also like to do whatever reading they would like to do. So I feel like I have to back up all my like statements with yeah. like, fa- I don't want to say facts because I don't really think anything factual it's all through the lens um so i have to present it like with some sort of like source and also questioning that's like the first my go-to is like where are you getting your sources from yeah. and then like yeah. bringing up okay the credentials that i have versus the credentials they have like what you sit on your phone and watch cnn i'm going to school to learn about sociology to learn about politics mm-hmm. to learn about all of these different things mm-hmm. so i'm not coming and then I also like to like have, not like arguments as in like, I'm right, you're wrong, but more so like, maybe you should just rethink this, yeah. not well, to adapt it, just to rethink it, like just the act of rethinking. Right. You know? What do you guys think about the whole thing that Ellen was seeing with George Bush and they're sitting there like laughing it up yeah. or whatever and then she said. You don't have to hate somebody just because they have You don't have to opinion. hate them, right. But then I think a lot to myself, I'm just like, there's, but there's certain levels of evil, like. George Bush evil. I'm not sitting there going to fucking laugh with him. George Bush at 9-11. I'm but, just imagining, you know. like, the different scales of evil. I mean, it's... Yeah. George, like, George Bush evil, Hitler evil, yeah, Stalin right. evil. I'm like, we're getting up there. But, like, my thing is, like, <laughs> the spectrum. do yeah. I know people who I have different opinions with? Yes, but I'm not. Like I said, I am just... I'm not going to waste my good energy on a day-to-day basis talking to people who are just so close-minded and I'm, who yeah. don't want to change their opinion at all. Mm. I'm like, also, at like, all. Con- it's crazy. in a conflicting position because, like, my boyfriend, he's, like, from Kansas, and I hang out with his friends a lot, and they, like, you know, are like, Trump, whatever, Confederate flag type shit. Fuck. But at the same time, like, they're nicer than people that I ha- have met here in art school that are, like, human rights let's like feminism you know like assholes the people here that like claim to do all that shit are the people that are talking shit about people Mm -hmm. people that like bully literally bully people yeah and then those people that may have those political opinions like granted i think they are kind of based around ignorance but they're like the kindest souls i've ever met and that's where i'm in this conflicting position where i'm kind of I'm trying not to think about necessarily people's political opinions and more looking at their human behavior. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's just more when they bring it up constantly and they constantly want to argue and they constantly want to talk about this and that and especially uneducated opinions and to where I just think to myself, like, you know what, like, when it drains you, that's when you just got to cut that shit off, whether it's family or friends or whatever it is. And I've, I've cut off both. And it's crazy what a difference in your life it makes to cut those draining people off. And sometimes, you know, talking about political shit is a good red old flag where you're like, yeah, and this is enough of that. I'm just gonna, just gonna leave this here. But I don't know. I guess it depends on your family and friends and where you're raised and how you're raised and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're always gonna, 
about testing me in some kind of way. Because there's, I'm never going to be in situations where, you know, everybody around me is always going to be somebody that, like, I can be chill with and, like, right. you know, we can manage to be on the same page about things. Like, there's always going to be situations where, like, you know, there's some fucker that's around that you know you just, like, Fuck, I gotta deal with this motherfucker. Yeah, you put on a nice face. Oh, I don't. I can't. I put on a half decent one. Always there's that bitch from high school that you see every night and that motherfucking bitch is here. Like, god damn it. And then you're just like, whatever. And then if anybody took a picture of you, though, you guys look like you'd be best friends for like the last eight years. Like, I don't know. I get, like, bashed on because I can't, like, act like I, like, fake like someone. If I don't like someone, Catch me in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will put on a nice face. I I'll can. Just, it'll just become a bitch face all the way. Like, And I've gotten really good at people talking at me because they don't want to listen anymore. And I just sit there. I just look at them. And I'll keep looking. My boss is just like, why do you keep blurring at me? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't realize I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a bitch. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what's your sign? Have like, you I'm, I'm a Gemini. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I was just listening to you. No. For talking no. About I'm, like, projecting it. all, like, this, like, the energy that you're feeling is what I want to project at you, but I'm keeping my mouth shut, but I want you to feel that shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes all you have to do is just stand up, hold a mirror in their face, and talk to yourself, and do you enjoy that interaction? Right. No. And if not, then don't involve me in it. No. You want to read the next one? Yeah, it's a long-ass question. All right, take it away. Last question. When people hear the word politics, it, it's almost automatic for one to associate it with something negative. On the contrary, what have you seen that is positive and making a good step forward? Um, can I answer this immediately? Do you guys care? I, go go ahead. Um, well, the only step forward I see that's positive in politics is probably going to be no surprise to anybody, but legalizing marijuana. Nice is a performance, kindness is something that you like actually do. Um, I don't talk about my acts of kindness because I don't look for attention when I do, I just right. do it because it just right. feels right. Um, but like, I love giving people that positive energy, you know, to just be able to be like, I'm gonna do this thing, and even though you didn't ask for it, like, I think you could be you could find it useful, or like, it's just like me just giving some doing something in good faith, yeah. and I'm like, oh, thank you, and I'm like, it's really, it's it's nothing, like, just enjoy it. I just wanted to make your day, you know, yeah. and I'm like, it's having a dinner party or like giving someone a hundred bucks because they don't like they need it but they didn't ask for it or like sending someone a letter or giving someone flowers like whatever it is like I just I do it because I can but like I think people have forgotten to do those things 
you know, and it's yeah. something I've been doing forever, you know, like, I'll, like, write letters to people who, like, don't even know I exist anymore, and I'm just like, hey, what's up, they're like, holy shit, <laughs> that was a funny-ass letter, I forgot about you, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's all right, dude, I just, I just want to make you smile. Yeah, you know, that's so sweet. Be kind to each other, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Hell that's yeah. fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm still thinking on my answer, I don't, I don't know, but I mean... The whole legalizing weed thing is great. I don't know. <laughs> I we're love it. Yeah, we're all on board for that because there's no fucking reason for it to be illegal. Um, I mean, I think locally our our city's doing pretty good. I mean, we just got a new mayor that's pretty great. He's trying to remove the penal code for marijuana at all. He's not even just trying to write in a new law, which we're taking way longer. He's just trying to remove it, yeah. which shorter amount of time, quicker process. It'll be great. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but how much of, I'm not going to name the, the family because they are very well known in the city, but they are a reason, <laughs> they are a reason, I don't know, girl, I might die if I do that. <laughs> Just like write it down on a piece of paper. I'll say I'll it. tell you guys I'll later. I'll show it to the front lawn. Jacqueline, um, sorry. They fucking uh, have, they're, the reason Kansas City is the way it is and you go down from the plaza to where all these rich people live yeah. to the other side of the yeah. bridge and it's completely different. Is because of them and their zoning laws. Oh, is it the nickels? <laughs> <laughs> it's because okay. I could talk about it. I'd love to. Yeah. I'll be the one to say it's something. It's the coin. Yeah. Five, five cents. That one. I'm weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're we're working on we're working on getting it. Um, Kansas City is getting rezoned, and it's great, and it's. I think that's amazing because um, a lot of places are only zoned for specific things and it's meant to keep poor people poor and rich people rich mm -hmm. and the family is very involved in that and now Quentin Luke has given them a big fuck you and he is actually an attorney specifically for zoning which is very interesting so that's great Kansas City is doing some cool things so I mean at least our city is coming up I'd love to talk about him, though. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what else you know, because I just found this out. I was reading about so, it. And I was let like, me say some shit about these bitches. All right, so I moved to Kansas City, like, what, maybe three years ago, and I didn't know jack shit, but I like to pick up books and read things sometimes, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I got curious. I was living on Ward Parkway, surprise, uh, and a really beautiful studio apartment that I really wish I could live in again, but it's fine, whatever. And I got curious about, you know, the street that was across from me, which is J.C. Nichols, and it also interestingly inter encounters, uh, what's his name, uh, Cleaver Boulevard, which is the also oh, first uh, black uh, congressman that come from Missouri, mm -hmm. and I thought that was cool as fuck, because, like, that family uh, not only had strong interactions with the uh, zoning laws, but, like, they owned banks, which oh, is yeah. not surprising, mm -hmm. um, and they had a lot to deal with the segregation that happened in Kansas City. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the plaza, like, I feel like, I'm pretty sure that they owned, was it Commercial Bank, or I don't know, but, like, it started there, and that, that, that's what it is, Country Club Plaza, and I was, maybe it was Country Club Bank. Yeah, Country Club Bank, Bank okay. used to be yeah. there, yeah. Uh, and so, like, they had a lot to do with the zoning, and, like, even school districts now still yeah. feel that shit. You know, like, private school, all, like, all yeah. these redress parents send their kids sure. to fucking private schools, the poor schools are on the other side, they don't get yeah. any fucking funding KCMO lost their accreditation, but up the street you got fucking, what is that private school called? Pembroke Hill and shit. Yeah, and so, like, I'm I, like, it's ridiculous. Like, this, like, and people are just like, oh, like, racism's over, like, Kansas City's a great place to live. Kansas City is like, so fucking segregated, it's insane. So segregated. It's insane. When I first moved here, someone's like, it was a little white girl from the suburbs. Of course. Uh, she was, like, 18 years old, and I was like, she's they just like, everything. don't go past truth. So I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? 
you know, and so like I know I'm like, let me find this new yeah. street. I'm like, oh, they're just black people down here. It's just the hood. Yeah, I'm that's like, it. You'll be fine, bitch. You know, and she's you like, won't be fine, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like, oh, these are my people. My you know, parents were raised like that though. Like my parents that grew up like in the suburbs, like they were raised like that. They would like freak the fuck out like in high school if I was like, where were you at? I was like, oh no, I was at some house mm. off the Paseo. They were like. What the Paseo? What are you doing down there? And I'm like, I'm like uh, hanging out. out at a house? Like, you don't realize how fucking ingrained racism is at that point. I was like, I'm fine. Clearly I'm fucking fine. Like, you're Bro, talking no, to no me. Bro, no bullshit. I've had less issues <laughs> living off 12th and Grand Boulevard with all the crackheads, all the homeless people around me than I have living off fucking Ward Parkway. I've had a car right. stolen and my car broken into. Living off Ward Parkway, paying, I'd say about quadruple the amount that I was paying off 12th and Grand Boulevard. Ward is fucking terrible. Into multiple times. Yes. And just to be clear, it was a white man who took both my cars both times. So, whatevs. That white violence, y'all. Uh, fucking crackheads just be running around and shit. We're wrapping up. Yeah, we're wrapping should up. We t- should we do like a what we yeah, we've we've done done that in a what do we have going on? Um, I don't know what that means. You're talk me nothing. That. I am just preparing for a baby boy. Yeah, you're having a boy. I'm having a boy, not a Did girl. Did you think he was a boy? No. Is that why you guys are wearing pink? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I had blue earrings on. <laughs> like, it's possible it's a boy. I don't know. Your I was, face looks so shocked. You guys see this? Yes. Dude, okay, I, I did like, not think it was going to happen. I, I was, watched it like 20 times. I was shook. Your was face like, was. You looked, you were like. For a second though, I was holding my husband and I didn't want to look because so I was scared and I looked up and when I looked, I was like. You were And my heart exactly went to my ass. Like, <laughs> and I was like, bro. I was like, and I turned to I Hunter. Like, Fuck, I'm in a pink dress right now. <laughs> I, I turned to Hunter and I was like, is this a joke? And he was like, no, it's not a fucking joke. <laughs> And, like with how mean my family is, I thought that like they all knew I wanted a girl so bad. I thought that they had like just, you know, given us the blue one just to be funny. Yeah, yeah it's not a joke. Anyways, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I just have to redo everything I had planned. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of stressed. But yeah, other than that, I I've literally just am taking time to figure out how to be a mom and prepare myself for that because. If I was trying to do everything else before that I was doing to do now and then be a mom at the same time, it wouldn't fucking work out. So, yeah, yeah I'm just doing that. Um, I mean, I did some things and I'm doing more things. Uh, art things? Oh, yeah, always art things. Art things, uh, poetry things. Um, I did Fountain Verse as a featured poet for that last weekend. God, it seems like eons ago. Yeah, because I missed uh, it. Oh, it was so it was cool as fuck. I was so awesome. Uh, met some really cool people there. Uh, some I forget that I think it's like the Latin American Coalition of Poets or something like that. But like they came and they fucking killed it. I was like, God damn, they're just they were just like we all just like dropped some shit. Plus it was like <laughs> indigenous 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 peoples day. Uh, so there might be an extra S in there. Um, but that happened, and then, like, I'm preparing for my art show, which is, I mean, it's happening in March, but, like, that's, that's like, around the corner for me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so excited, like, seeing my pieces just come together, and... Solo um, show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, solo show. I'm applying for some art grants, and there's this one billboard piece that I'm working on, and I'm really, I'll talk about it right now, so it's, I want to put a painting, it's, I don't think it's going to happen, but, like, it's a, it's an open call from Missouri Bank, which, you know, they... Yeah. Yeah, yes. Are you talking about the 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like a, it's. I want to make a piece for like Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown, okay. and I want to put them on that fucking billboard, just be like, we're not a threat, in like giant fucking letters. And I don't think it'll get chosen, but like if it did, I'd be like, thank you for taking something that's not fucking boring for once, because um, yeah. they just like they do softcore art up there, and I'm just it. like, because it's it. public, right? It's you know, like, no one wants to disrupt yeah. the space or like start a conversation, but like that's what well, fucking art is for. I want art, like art, people don't realize that art like like generates political conversations, political conversations generate art, and like it's a fucking cycle, right. and like they don't realize those movements are so interconnected, and to put like, there's such a beautiful space to like make something happen, and no one's using it, it's just like soft portion. Where is this at, Five Mile Bank? Uh, yeah, it's like literally above it, like the bank owns the billboard, and they put oh, artists' work up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do. They're cool, I like them. Yeah. yeah. Them and Mazuma. Mazuma changes their art every season. Mm. They're doing Halloween art right now. Mm. It's really cool in there. So I've got some good things. New website. Work on the podcast. Just just like I'm just I'm just on the D. Like I'm I may be quiet, but I'm working. Yeah. (laughs) For you. I'm trying to find these billboards for you. There's this artist that uh, did like that was his whole thing to do an open call for artists and. Forget which one it was, but I'm gonna find it for you because the city demanded that it get taken down because it was a political thing. Kansas City? No, it was in oh. Philadelphia, mm. and the city demanded that they take it down because it it had the word Black Lives in it, and oh the whole city, or maybe not the whole city, but that general neighborhood that it was in protested against it, and like it was amazing to see like the amount of people that were like, no, this is ridiculous that you're saying just because there's the black body or the black lives involved that it's political and controversial. Like, I'm going to find the artist for you that did that because it was, it's amazing. But here's the thing to say that we are not a threat challenges that altogether. Yeah. It's like, what are you protesting? The fact that we are a threat? Yeah. Like, I really, I really, like, I'm very careful about this shit. I fucking think about it. Like, so if someone wants to protest that, I'm like, what, what exactly is the problem here? Like, is it the yeah, like, are you saying that you are, think we're a threat? Black people yeah. are a threat? Like, what is threatening about this fucking thing? Like, it's just a simple statement. Right. Yeah. You know, and, like, you guys get the picture, but, like, I just I just really want... And if, like, if the bank supported that, that'd, that'd be tight dope. as fuck. That'd be dope. That'd be tight as fuck. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd be so down for it. You, you never so, know. You never know. You don't know who's in charge. So I'm trying. Sure. Well... How was it? It was good. It was a good trip. It was my first time in Europe. It's three weeks. It's a long time to be away. Like I like my routine, and so it's a little. I mean, it's fucking awesome. I sound like some like stuck up like, oh, it's a long time, but it is a long time to be away. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's fucking awesome. Um, things in my life are kind of changing right now. Just got a boyfriend? No, 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 no,
Oh, it's fucking weird. We'll see. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on. But I'm just chilling. I'm working on art. I got um, I got kind of inspired while I was in Europe, which I needed. Good. I needed a good like kick in the ass to get some art out. Good. So good. I need yeah. you to paint something for me, which yes. I'm gonna talk to you I about. Wanna, I want to paint something for you guys so bad. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um. So things I got going on. I just launched my season two for my jewelry line, Vivas y Muerto. Uh, so yeah, I have their hand-drawn designs um, using laser cut, and then they're printed on birch wood. They're super lightweight. Um, I'm going pretty. to Colorado this weekend to kind of get some more inspiration because I'm drawing like mountains and stuff, and the mountains just have been calling out to me, and I feel like I'd be doing something wrong if I didn't listen to that. So I'm gonna be doing that road trip. So yeah. Which mountains though? There's. I so want to go to the Gardens of the Gods. I don't know where that in is. In Minutu Springs. Okay. It's really. I'll show you a picture of it. It's. It literally. I just. I want to go so bad. You will. I will. Uh, I'm trying to find like Airbnbs there because I just. I haven't felt the feeling of awe in a really long time, and I kind of feel like this place will do it for me. Oh, so just, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to just feel small and not and be okay with it, if that makes sense. Because I feel small and threatened by it, but I want to feel small and feel like, okay, if I die, it's chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just to ease the existential anxiety. That's all it is. <laughs> if I die, it's chill. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's Sweet. Kind of so that up. wraps up our part two of State of the Union. Uh, what our next topic will be is still up in the air. If you guys have any suggestions, please feel free to, you know, we love feedback. We want to hear what you guys have to say. I also kind of don't know if anybody out there really exists. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do, <laughs> hit us up. Please. please. Cool. Bye. Bye. I'm the first girl to scream on a track. I switched up the beat of the drum. That's right, I brought all the boys to the yard. And that's right, I'm the one that's tattooed on his arm. I'm bossy. I'm the one y'all love to hate. I'm the chick that's raised the stick. I told Young Stunner he should switch to eight. I'm back with an 808, cause I'm bossy. Mm. Good evening. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. What's good, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave, and I want to let you know about the dopest event going down November 16th. By Design presents Saturday Market. This is the first Midwest creative market ever. Yup, this is something you've never seen before. It's like a pop-up and a creative con matched together to create a community. Now here's some details you need to know about the event. First of all, By Design will be dropping their fourth issue. DJ Kid Supreme is gonna be coming in spinning all night. Live interviews by yours truly and the freshest merch dropping. The event starts at 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. And you can find this at the venue called Union, located at 1721 Baltimore Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri. And shout out to them for letting us come through. The pre-sale tickets are for sale right now the By Design Mag Instagram page. You'll find the link there. We out.